BestBookBits.com presents Change, the Power of Leverage by Anthony Robbins. Change, general rules. Anthony Robbins says change often happens when we least expect it. Example, a tragedy strikes and then we quickly change. And it happens more easily when we're in a trance. To put someone in a trance, you can actually talk about your experience. And if you do it well, they'll follow you in a trance. Your story will change their emotions, their focus. Tony Robbins says that the problem with normal therapies is that they analyze for a long time the issue and where it came from. But that often matters little. Normal therapies diagnose a pattern and give it a label, making it even stickier for the people. If you know Tony Robbins, you've heard this critique towards the most common psychotherapies, and I couldn't agree more. The author says you need it to address the underlying problems, the source of the problem, not just the outward behaviors. And the source of the problem is an emotional pattern of physiology, language, focus, and beliefs. Because if you smoke out of boredom and kill the smoking habit, then people will start doing something else which might also be unhealthy. Tony Robbins says that to change someone, you need a solid relationship first, which is based out of two things. No judgment. This is the very basic. Never judge the person you want to help. Be open to whatever they have to say without putting any label on it. Respect and care. Look for something you can respect about someone and care about them. Tony Robbins says there are three levels at which people evaluate things. The targets, driving human forces. Top two needs of six human needs. The guiding force, global identity beliefs. So you know how they meet their needs. Fuel of choice, the top emotions people experience. Life conditions and blueprint. Tony Robbins says that if your life conditions don't match your blueprint, then you're unhappy. If they match, you're happy. To help someone, you must either change their life conditions or change their blueprint. The six human needs. Tony Robbins says that to change anyone, you must understand their needs first. Human beings have six human needs which drive their behavior. Our life is shaped by the way we learn to meet our needs. Anytime someone links in their mind consciously or unconsciously that thinking, believing, acting in a certain way meets three needs, it will become a habit. Changing someone is about breaking the old pattern and showing them a new way to meet their needs. One to four needs of, of personality. Five and six are needs of the spirit. The last two are what makes you feel fulfilled. Number one is certainty. Anthony Robbins says you can get certainty in ways which are positive, negative, disempowering. Example, I know it's a waste of time. It never works, so I'm not even going to try it. Or empowering, attainable, and sustainable. Worry is something that creeps up when we are not certain. Anthony Robbins suggests to always get a polarity of opinion and quality information. A potent antidote for worry is to decide you're going to have faith. Anthony's way to get some of the toughest times is to believe you were guided. The power of belief and faith. You can always have too much certainty, though. When you have a total certainty, you lose your edge. You get bored and you start yearning for a change. Number two, uncertainty. Variety, diversity, challenge. The second human need is uncertainty. We also need stimulus and change. We need it to feel alive. And number three is significance. Tony Robbins says that significance means feeling special and worthy of attention. People get it with things like trying to be different with tattoos and piercings, dressing top brands, being more generous than anyone. And number four, connection and love. 
Tony Robbins says that everyone needs connection and love. Love is a bit scary though, so most people settle for connection, which you can get with intimacy, walk in nature. Again, you can meet this need in positive ways, negative ways, or empowering, disempowering ones. Number five is growth. Growth is the need to develop and expand. Number six, contribution. You need to give beyond yourself. Understand people and yourself. What do you focus on? Tony says most people focus certainty and on being significant, often trying to be significant via Facebook, even if it means faking it. Once you understand what's driving you and what are the rules that you follow, you will understand yourself better. To change someone, look at what need they value most. The more you reinforce the person's behavior with the needs they value most, the quicker that behavior becomes automatic. Step one, understand and appreciate their world. Tony states a huge truth to being with. To influence another person, you got to know simply what already influences them. To understand by listening and asking questions. A person's model of the world is made up of three chunks, forces. The human needs, the beliefs, including identity beliefs, and their most common emotions. Driving forces. What do they need and what do they want? Tony Robbins says that the first of all he looks at are what are their top two needs. These are their preeminent needs and their driving force. The first thing you need to understand to influence people is what they need and what they want. We already know the needs they have. They all have the first four. Not everyone has yet the last two. We need to know what they want and what we have to tease it out. Example, I want to make a billion dollars is significance. Feeling in control of my life is certainty. Guiding principles. Tony Robbins says that the belief systems and values we have are what has to happen to meet our six needs and mostly the top two. For example, you can get significance by killing or by saving people. Two completely opposite behaviors but all going back to the same need. Creating lasting change then goes on to describe the guiding principles or guiding forces. Tony often switches words, which are composed of seven parts. These affect everything. Your beliefs about time, life, death, people, God, destiny. What it means to have children. Questions. What is their life about? Who are their role models? What is their life about? What is abundant in their life? Number two, identity beliefs. These are beliefs about you, how you describe yourself. For example, life is that way, okay, but this is how I am. This is how I'm going to show up. Questions. Who are you really? What can you be? How can you expand your identity right now? Tony says that identity beliefs are the key to understand because if we give someone some tool consistent to his identity, he'll use it. If those tools are not consistent with him, he won't use it. Number three is values. Tony Robbins says that we know our identity through the values that we hold. Values are ideals who are personally important to the individual. Values are what we want to move towards and away from. Questions. What do you want? What do you desire most in your life? What do you really fear or find yourself avoiding most in life? And number four, rules. What has to happen for the values to be met? Those are the rules. Questions. What must a person do or never do in a relationship? How do I know I'm successful? Example, to feel loved, I need to be told you so every morning. I feel love when I love others. 
Contrary to gyms, someone else's rules could be, I only appreciate people who come out and confront me. And if you go and tell me, hey, it's no problem, they won't respect you. Number five is vehicles. The vehicles are what we use to meet our needs. The vehicles are what we use to meet our needs. They can be positive, negative, or neutral. For some people, it's their bodies. Working out every day, I get certainty, significance, and connection. And whatever vehicle people pick, it tells you where their fears lie. You picked your business. Money is your fear. You picked your wife. Losing your life is scary to you. In the case of Jim, that's his business. He meets certainty, variety as it always change, significance as it's growing, connection for the people around him, growth and contribution. Another primary vehicle is his wife for both love and certainty. And number six, situation-specific beliefs. Beliefs about specific situations or context. Examples, when would you break your own rules? Or you might have a few people in your life you think are screwing up your life in a specific period of your life. And number seven is metaprograms, how your brain processes information. Emotions, where do you live? Tony Robbins says you should find what emotions are they most often feeling. On average, we have about half a dozen emotions or less, and we get to those states any way we can. It's the language they use. It's what they focus on. Switch what they focus on towards what they want rather than what they don't want. People go where they live, they find in their environment what triggers their emotions, and then they become their environment. Example of Tony's seminar when 9-11 happened. The woman who stood up screaming, we had to kill them all and went into a rage frenzy. We used the environment to meet our needs. She got certainty by getting really angry. She got connection. Everyone was paying attention. Numbers two, get leverage. Tony Robbins says that leverage happens when your brain and body become one and you go, this is it, no more. When you hit an emotional threshold. When failing to change is more painful than all the other options. Leverage must be immediate. Immediate pleasure for changing now and immediate pain for not changing now. People don't change because the habit fills some of their needs. For example, smoking makes you feel comfortable. It changes your state. It creates variety. You connect with yourself and other smokers. But if your health becomes too critical or if someone you love deeply hates cigarettes, now you start getting leverage. How do you know what's leverage? You try different things. And if you know what their two biggest needs are, then you know where to look for. Sometimes a trigger can be physical. Example of stopping smoking by giving pain every time someone lights a cigarette. You can easily get the change someone with that kind of leverage. But those people then take up eating or something else. Later on this, later on. Global solution. When you find a global solution, you help someone get out of pain and into pleasure by finding something they value more than pain. People keep being in pain because in their belief systems, that pain meets some of their needs. Changing will take away some of their needs. With pain, they are connected with themselves. Framing. Tony Robbins says that to change someone's behavior, you can change people's state. If you leverage them where they are, they stay stuck in a negative state and won't budge. And you do that through focus. Focus is what they focus on and what it means for them. Ask questions whenever possible and tell stories so they get a bit in a trance. If I tell you something and we have a great rapport, maybe you'll listen. But if I ask you, what do you think this might mean in this context? 
then I make you come up with your own resources and you can't deny your own experiences. Have a frame that interrupts this pattern is also important. You can ask a question which is really bizarre. Example of Tony speaking to a suicidal guy and tells him it is because of the red shoes. What? Because they're fucking red. Preframing. Tony Robbins says to tell someone in advance what to pay attention to and what it means. It's the most powerful way to change someone. The preframing works like the placebo effect, which is extremely powerful. By the way, an example is this. What I'm going to do right now is the most powerful pattern ever. There wasn't one person who didn't heal. You will love this. If you were going with someone who's skeptical, immediately say that you know what they're thinking. You know what? I don't know if this really makes sense. It probably doesn't. But why don't we give it a try? Which will immediately build rapport. Reframing. Tony Robbins says that pre-framing happens when someone has a problem and you change what it means. What things mean is determined to what you compare and contrast them to. Example of John Belushi. He forgot how life was when he was struggling. You make sure you never forget your roots. The ultimate frame of reference for Tony was taking his kids to some of the worst places. Make sure you compare yourself to what empowers you and make what you reframe for the people you speak to aligned with their core values and beliefs. Example, if I value learning and you reframe something as having fun, it's not as powerful. It's better if done with questions and after you interrupt the pattern so they pay attention. If they're in a stuck state, it won't work. Example, your friend complains about the dates he's been going on to are a failure, and you say, maybe good, it's protecting you from those men because he has someone special lined up for you. Context reframing. You let them see their solution in another context, i.e., a problem in a situation is a benefit in another. Content reframing. Give some input they didn't have or tell them something they believe is not true. Deframing. Tony Robbins says deframing is when someone is caught up in something and you destroy their frame of reference. For example, someone complains about something trivial. Then a guy on the wheelchair passes by and says if you can help as he can't eat anything. Example, your child who's complaining about eating his piece and you say you know there are a lot of children in the world who are starving and would love to have your piece to eat. Step three, interrupt the pattern. Tony says that all change is an interruption of pattern. Once you understand that, it all gets easier. You interrupt the pattern and bring resources, confidence, calm, grit, etc. from other realms of the personality. And if they don't have any, from other people. People are the subject to a pattern of focus and beliefs. Physiology and language, which puts them in a certain states and gives certain emotions. Ideally, you interrupt all three. Language by itself won't do. Interrupting the pattern is key. People often fail to change because they try to change pattern before first interrupting the old one. Ideally, you want to interrupt the pattern ASAP. Kill the monster when it's small and before it's ingrained in their system. Any pattern which is continually broken will eventually be changed. You have to scratch that old CD so that you can't go back. You can break the pattern physically, throw water on them, pain, slap them. Take them into a more positive future. Change the language pattern, i.e., next time you feel depressed, say, thank God I'm not a cockroach in Bulgaria, and repeat 20 times a day. Rapport and common mistakes. 
It's good interrupting the pattern with eloquence and with rapport. Sometimes it's not possible for Tony to build relationships first, and he got to intervene right away. But then he doesn't keep breaking the pattern, but builds rapport. There's a fine line between breaking a pattern and destroying rapport. Attention not to get too offensive, but also don't make it too subtle or expected. Questions. The simplest way to break someone's pattern and rewire someone's brain is with questions. Outrageous. The more outrageous and unexpected it is, the better. Something gross, bizarre, or sexual. Pattern recognition. When you learn to see the pattern, you can anticipate what's going to happen. We need to learn their evaluation process. Noticing the state they're in, the questions they ask themselves, and the neuro associations they have. If we can help a person see how their evaluation is a source problem, we can show them a way to solve them. Step four, define the problem in solvable terms. Somebody says they're depressed. No, they're not depressed. They're bored. They're living life under someone else's terms. You redefine their situation in a way which is addressable. And step five, create new empowering alternatives. Tony Robbins says that it's key to find out what vehicle people use to meet their needs. Once you know, you must set a new empowering alternative. People need a new way of thinking, of focusing, new physiology, new beliefs, new emotions. Any behavior, thought, or belief that gets reinforced consistently will become automatic. Any behavior, thought, or belief that gets reinforced consistently will become automatic. Be on the watch for someone's words. And to change association pain with the current behaviors and associate pleasure with a new behavior. Step six, condition it. To embrace the new empowering alternative, you must use it every day. Doing is, of course, the simplest way. And Tony Robbins also proposes anchoring and incantations. Anchor. An anchor is creating an association between a specific stimulus and a specific state. An anchor is created anytime someone in an intense state, depression, anger, or love, either positive or negative, and while they're in that peak of that state, someone consistently does anything unique. Create an anchor. Either find someone in a peak state or create it. You can just ask them how it was when they felt amazing. The amount of emotional intensity is key. Now consistently do something unique. And to test it, take them out of their peak state and fire the anchor. Collapsing an anchor. Create a series of positive ones which are more powerful than the negative. Incantations. When you speak aloud with absolute certainty and repeat it and repeat it, they can override beliefs. You have to do it with your whole body and intensity and believe in it. Tony as a youngster would do this for hours and hours vibrating. Example. Tony's daughter waiting for the boyfriend to call and was getting impatient. Then he calls and she screams at him. Then Tony explains she is conditioning him not to call. Step 7. Relate to environment and higher purpose. Tony Robbins says that when creating change, you must connect it to a person's highest values and help them integrate the new empowering alternatives into the environment where they actually live. Help them see how the change relates to what they value most and to what ultimately they want to accomplish and their highest love. That's where the biggest leverage is. It might be a daughter, it might be a cause, it might be mastering an art or skill. Peer group, empowering people around. Most people's lives are a reflection of the expectations of their peer groups. You live a life which is the reflection 
of the expectations of your peer group. If your expectations for your life are higher than those of the people around you, they will pull you down. Create an alternative which meets your needs and which is good for you, for the people around and serves the greater good. Identity. Identity is the belief of who you are. One of the strongest needs in life is to remain consistent with our own definition of ourselves, with our identity. Changing identity will create forever change. Who you are is more than anything you can face. What shapes an identity? Beliefs, physiology, language, what you focus on, the triad references. If you want to change someone's identity, number one, give them an experience which contrasts their identity and limiting beliefs. So you start developing a new set of beliefs. And number two, huge change in their physiology. Train them to change them consistently and use their body consistently. So it's not just a one-off thing. And number three, change the person physically. Four, incantation. Use the physiology and emotions with it. Incantation is physiology, language and focus, the triad. And number five, create a peer environment in which the only possible identity is the one supported by your environment. Number six, link so much pain to the old identity that they need to change and link pleasure into the new identity or behavior emotions pattern. Pleasure is the long-term motivator for long-term as people learn to deal with pain. And number seven, provide a compelling future. Eight, help them master a new skill. It gives a sense of growth and the identity expands. Leadership. Leadership is a state of caring and rapport and a set of standards that causes other people to want to have something that you have. The person who is most certain if there's rapport will influence the other. The person who is the most certain if there's rapport will influence the other. A state and rapport are the two main ingredients. Personal mastery. Tony Robbins says that a leader's got to be effective on himself first and doing so at many levels. Number one, change state in a moment. On yourself, you've got to be able to change your state in a moment. Number two, change state in challenging situations. Take a situation where you normally don't manage your state and link to a situation which puts you in a great state. The trigger for a negative frame becomes a trigger for a positive one. Pick those situations that scare you the most and turn them around. When the tiger shows up, you use it and you show up. Number three, live permanently in a great state. Create a model of the world where you have no tigers. Most of your time is at peak state, fulfilled. Your whole way of looking at life. Individual mastery. Number one, take someone and change their state in a moment. Number two, take someone facing tigers and use those tigers to make them stronger. And number three, change their model of the world. Social mastery. When you can do it, to groups. And that's a wrap on Change the Power of Leverage by Tony Robbins. Subscribe to our channel and take a look at the hundreds of book summaries uploaded previously. To find hundreds of written summaries, check out our website, bestbookbits.com. And for hundreds of audio podcast summaries, find us on mixcloud.com forward slash bestbookbits. If you like reading and want to get involved in sharing knowledge and spreading great book summaries, connect with myself by emailing info at bestbookbits.com to join us. Thanks for watching and listening and have yourself an amazing day. Take care.